the building of this sandbox and its contents are the independent thoughts of each host. It's not our intention, but we have been known to make people see red. Don't come to the sandbox and expect not to get dirty. In fact, we hope some sticks with you. So dig in, let's play We Are the Scarlet, Scarlet sandbox. sandbox. I love this voice that you do when you say Scar Scarlet Sandbox. No. Who is that girl? Well, I was like looking on the other... I don't... When you hit this video, there's no option. Oh, look, it popped up. And I don't know about my voice, but I was multitasking. I was like, where are we going with this with the voice? But um, who knows? Squirrel. 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 I'm trying to share this, and you know I can't do anything until I share it. Until I oh, now figure he's it out. Share problems. Well, it's only whenever I try to share from my own profile. And Taylor told us we're on what, tw almost to 25 of these things, and I'm still having issues. <laughs> it's okay. You know, there. I hope this is not an indication of how this show's going to go. Now, you know what? If it does, come at me. But Taylor, um, you know, it's so funny because we always talk about what kind of mood we're in, but Taylor always starts our show off with dancing. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, you do. <laughs> and I love it. It puts me in a good mood. Just acknowledge it. I acknowledge the weird voice, even though I don't even know. And you need Whoa, to acknowledge I'm the dancing. What's <laughs> <laughs> that once, laugh? <laughs> once y'all are under fire and I'm over here just <laughs> whatever my best life with no hat on. So um, I don't know if if you're watching live, then you see my hat sitting next to me because I don't know why I thought that was a good idea. <laughs> Put it on. Although. Because if you get this, if you're although, watching live. It's um, fitting. <laughs> today. I show is wilderness. I look a little bit safari, especially with <laughs> it like up a dad on, on the, Tarzan. Up on the um, what are these things called? Headphones. Good lord. <laughs> Good night. But it's so much cuter on without the headphones. So I'll be cute at work. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> ditch the headphones. <laughs> so today, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, Hello. I'm so happy for you, Tracy. You got your rose gold oil yesterday. I restocked the 25 today. We'll see how long. I hadn't even really mentioned it because I'm scared for people. I didn't even want to get the messages that they didn't get it. So, all right. We're not even going to talk about it because I'm telling you, I'm so grateful and thankful. But at the same time, it's been a whipping. Well, that, as with all good things and terrible things. <laughs> As with all things, which is taking us straight into the wilderness. <laughs> there will be no oil in the wilderness. Welcome to where we live and thrive. <laughs> but, you know, I never want to, like, get into this, especially I don't do not want to make this about, like, I don't want to make our podcast about this, but. Oh, good. But. but. I'm a little bit, like, I'm starting to feel sorry for people because I feel like this is more real life wilderness right now. This whole COVID, I mean, I don't know if you saw the announcement from New York yesterday that they're not going to uh, let you in restaurants and gyms without being vaccinated. And look, people, do not get on my podcast comments and start hashing out I mean, you can, but COVID. I'm not watching. Um, well, I just want to stay. I want our community to stay our community, and I want y'all to love each other. And so I don't want to have this. But I want to acknowledge that it's a real wilderness issue for people. Yeah. Because I'm pretty. We're talking about. Taylor, what happened to my. Oh. That was weird. Did you cut in and cut out? Yeah. You back now? I'm back. Oh, good. You know I don't go anywhere for long. <laughs> you can't get rid of me. But seriously, I feel like it is a wilderness issue for people right now because 
COVID doesn't really stress me out. I mean, I think that's just because I trust the Lord so much, you know? Um, but I think that it's exhausting. This level of control is kind of it's It's exhausting. Weird. It is getting weird. It's getting a little weird. And I feel really sorry for the people that... I mean, my first and foremost advice is turn off the damn news. I wouldn't have even known about it except... If you've followed me, you know that I got invited to Fashion Week in New York mm-hmm. with Nordstrom's. And right. so um, I'm really contemplating not going. And not because I'm afraid to get COVID. That's not what scares no, me. No, not at all. I don't want to deal with the airport. I don't want to deal awesome. with the regulations. And it's not even because I can't wear a mask. I'll wear a mask. That's not really a problem for me. I can take it or leave it. I can be compliant and respect other people and businesses and those types of things. But it's so, for me, New York is like so out of control right now. That doesn't seem fun for me. Mm. When is it again? And then get there like September oh, 9th, yeah. 10th, oh, 11th. Yeah, then I don't know. I mean, it's a super cool opportunity. But, but, you know, the other part is we're supposed to go to the Keys next week. Okay. Hotels booked. I mean, uh, Airbnb, whatever, house booked, flights booked. And a friend of mine called me this morning. A youth group went down there and nine people came back with COVID. They drove. They didn't even go through the airport. Drove. Nine people with COVID. Dad's on a respira- uh, ventilator. Okay. You know, and you have 2% chance of coming off a ventilator. Right. I so that. I just say that because it's real. I mean, whatever your thoughts are about it, you know, a friend of mine yesterday was talking about they intubated five people under the age of 50 a 30 year old mother 20 or mm-hmm. 23 year old so it's it's happening yeah all my hospital managers big wigs are saying it's pretty bad yeah like they're so let's talk about that because i feel like what my husband and i were talking about this morning was just because you're not it's okay to this is how i feel about uh I couldn't have the same conversation about women wearing tight clothing and um, skirts. Mm-hmm. You know, should you be able to walk around the world naked and not be raped or abused? Absolutely. But would you? Do you right. know what I mean? Like God gave you a brain to right. use and work smart. And so when I think about that with like, I wouldn't go walking down a dark alley with a thousand dollars hanging out of my pocket either. Mm-hmm. Not because I walk around being scared that I'm going to be robbed, but because I know that my chance of being robbed is higher <laughs> if I'm in the dark alley with a thousand dollars hanging out. Right? It's just working smart. Right. And so many people are like, "I'm not wearing a mask just because they don't want to be controlled." When it take everybody else out of the equation, let's work smart. Yeah. It- I don't know. I'm on. I'm a fence straddler. Like once you say you can't enter a restaurant without your vaccination pass, it's it gets well. A little that's weird. a little bit different. But that goes back to what I'm saying about it shouldn't take that kind of control. That that's an absolutely unacceptable right. to me. You're just getting a little bit movieish. Well, to me, yes. At that point. And what's next? Right. I mean, and that goes back to uh, risk versus reward. If the government is willing to tell you that, what else? So you don't have to go eat at the restaurant. You can wear a mask. You can cook at home. Right. All of those are options. And that's what we've talked about a lot about being in control, you know, letting go in control of others and only being in control of ourselves, right? Because that's what they're essentially trying to do. But the truth is, if more people were in control of themselves, 
What happens when it's Walmart, though? What happens when it's Albertsons now, not just the restaurant or the gym? What happens when it's anywhere? Yeah. You, we, now you can't go get your groceries. Now we, we have problems. Like, you know what I mean? And then, like, you know, and I do not know. I'm just using this as example. What if in two years we do find out that that vaccine causes X, Y, Z? But you can't even go get your groceries. It's it's a little bit. Yeah, so it's like I see both sides, but it's kind of scary. Just, and I will say a lot of my nurse friends are very pro-vaccine that, you oh, know, yeah. They say that um, they really just kind of took the flu vaccine and entered the SARS virus instead. So it's pretty much kind of the same base. The vaccine's not new. They've been working on it for a while. So, um, but as with any man-made anything. Right. Shoot, unman-made things. I mean, Tegan's covered in hives right now. We think she might have had a shellfish. So that's not even man-made, right? But, um you know, any anything can happen. But what my whole point is not to even get into dis, to discussion about what's right or wrong for anybody. It's more about oh, being yeah, in no. control of yourself and your mental state. Not being able to trust all the information coming out, not knowing. Or not just and, blindly going to war for one side with, you know what I mean? Like, yes. And not just that, but like even if the information was all 100% valid and true, let's just say, I mean... You still have choices to make, and you have choices that then weigh heavily on you and your family. What choices did you make for your kids, sending them back to school or not sending them back to school, or things mm-hmm. like that, that put you in a wilderness sort of place. It's real life right now. Oh, for sure. That's I a little bit scary. Society in general is in pretty big wilderness and has been mm-hmm. for a second. And I don't see us coming out. Which, I mean, isn't that what God does? He sends us to the wilderness for a reason, because we need to quit focusing on... What, you know, Joe, Bobby, and Sue say, much less what the government says, and focus back on what God says. That's why he puts you in a wilderness, to lean in. There are multiple levels and multiple kinds of wildernesses. You know, I mean, like, this is kind of applicable to anyone, anywhere, based on their whole life. I think, you know, even us, me and you, kind of lately have been kind of wandering, <laughs> figuring stuff out. You know what? I think I figured us out. I heard this analogy yesterday, and I... It was by Sean Whalen, and he said, I spent a lot of my life trying to be a tugboat. I wanted to save the world, and so I would just go out and save those people and bring them back to the lighthouse, bring them back, go back, bring them back, and I burnt out. And honestly, like when you're out trying to save the world, everybody else doesn't know where to go. He's like, I figured out that I just need to be a lighthouse. I just need to stand there and be the best version that I can be, shine my light, and people will find you. Like, that's the way to not burn out. And I was like, I love that. He's like, the bigger you are, the better you are, the more help you can provide for people. Just by because my being tugboat, there. That's what I said. My I motor like, is burnt up. My transmission is out. The <laughs> spark plugs are not sparking. But we gonna go back out. My paint is chipping. <laughs> I no longer. I don't even know where my anchor or my life preserves are. My captain has jumped over the ship. Captain, I mean, my captain. <laughs> Like, In fact, I'm pretty sure the whole tugboat <laughs> is sinking. Yeah, that's where I am. I'm, I can only say the t- I don't even know where my boat top is. Of the boat, <laughs> the one flag. <laughs> no, I'm saying my boat is more like the. Everyone, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just the nose. Is and even up. then, the boards are like. <laughs> so I was like, uh, Taylor, how's your boat? Uh, <laughs> He's a lighthouse all along. <laughs> Only me was like, oh, what? I haven't even been listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
funny. Uh, and I, I was like, I figured this out. I figured this out. I love that. Mm-hmm. And it's true. Because as much as you pass by the ocean and think, oh, that, that tugboat's so cool. It's a lighthouse that you're like. Yeah, and it was like the lighthouse thrives in the worst storms, you know, just by being it. I was like, okay. I think I can take notes. And then it was like literally went all into like your conversation. Like, is this a tugboat conversation or is it a lighthouse? Like time wasters. And it was great. I need this. It was really good. Is this a podcast? Well, it was on Andrew Andy Fisella's uh, MFCEO podcast, but he was a guest on it. He does that lions, not sheep company. Mm-hmm. Sean Whalen does. Um, sheep. Sh- sheep. <laughs> I can't. But yes. Wilderness. Yes. Herds. We sheep. would get lost in the wilderness and I'll take you with me, Taylor. No. So anyways, it was a really good episode. Love that. Things that I can fix. And, you know, a friend of mine had come in yesterday and we were talking about that because um, she's going through some things that kind of made her feel like she's in the wilderness too. And I think if people, I, I, I think... In fact, I actually read where what happens is where we are people that are designed for survival, right? So if you're not training your brain, your first mode of survival is operate out of fear. Right. That's Flight. a pretty standard, you know, but I don't think people really understand that that's how they're designed. So if you don't, if you haven't done the training and you're just operating out of fear, what do those decisions look like? But if you operate out of, hey, fact versus fiction, mm-hmm. you know, and what is it? What does Pastor Rick always say about emotions? Emotions lie. You know what I mean? But my point there was in the wilderness, we think that it's dark and it's scary. So what are we operating out of fear, out of fear of the darkness, out of the unknown, out of the animals that are going to get us or the lack of food or water or shelter but what if you switched your way of thinking into the wilderness is a place of growth and survival and finding yourself and leaning into the Lord? Imagine. If you knew that you were coming out stronger right, and better and you would 100% survive. But most people don't get there. But you're so afraid you're not going to survive. Right. You're operating out of fear. But if you operate 100% that you are going to survive, which look, I mean, that goes back to um, not wor- not fearing death. Because at the end of the day, you think that your life is over the minute you die instead of that it just begins. So well, if you were never fearing. Mm-hmm. Some people's wilderness are like, I'm getting a divorce or I've lost my job. So I mean, like thousand percent most i mean that's what i'm saying i mean i used covid as an example because it's oh, yeah. real life of what, where we sit as a nation right now but the truth is that's what i was saying about turning off the news at the end of the day that's not really what's affecting you right this minute now could it yes because you need to not walk down the dark alley right mm-hmm. but the truth is if you avoid the dark alley and you're just living your everyday life for the most part i mean with covid there's there is a chance you'll get COVID, and there is a chance that you could die with COVID. There is also a chance that when you get in your car today, you will have a car crash right. and die. There is also a chance that you would get cancer that has nothing to do with COVID, and you would still do the same thing. Mm-hmm. We're all, all of our days are numbered. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, But the truth is, going back to what you said, 
the real life stuff is the divorce. Right. It is the financial problems. Sometimes it's depression and anxiety. Right. Feel, you know, that are coming on because of all this other stuff that everybody else is doing, which is going back to controlling yourself and your own mind and preparing and whatnot. But that's what, so let's use divorce as an example because I think that's a big one for people. Divorce has not killed anyone yet. Arguably, I mean, I guess people get in their own life out of depression, but I'm saying itself, divorce itself in the paperwork doesn't mm -hmm. sentence you to death. No, it doesn't. So that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. You know, you will survive. You will survive if your mind is solid and you're doing the training. Right. Because that is heartbreaking that anybody thinks that another a, a, a man or woman is worth their own life. Mm -hmm. well, Nobody's the, worth that. The power they have, mm -hmm. really. But you are in control of you. Nobody can take that from you. So what if you were walking into that vor divorce, 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 <laughs> knowing that you were going to be stronger and better and have a better relationship with the Lord coming out more prepared, knowing, you know, now you can trust yourself for survival. I'm realizing that instead of, oh my gosh, my life is over. Yeah, I can't, I can't with that. Obviously you've done it however many times and I've done it however many times I'm like, yeah, you're fine. <laughs> You'd be all right. Yeah, I'm help. not the best person for this. Yeah, I'm not either. But, um, <laughs> I'm like, go get some help. You'll be all right. Because honestly, I, I mean, I didn't get married to get divorced and think that was going to be fun. But I really like who I've become through it. Oh, yeah, me too. Can you imagine what your life would be like if you didn't? Do you, you want to talk about not making it? Do you want to talk about who I'd be married to? No. <laughs> oh, that's stressful all in itself. I know. Can't look back. No. Nope. Well, yeah, my outlook is just like you know what. Whatever you think is bad right now, it won't be. No, I, I mean, I can honestly say. I mean, and don't think that there weren't times I was laying in the floor in the fetal position. Wondering if my life was over and how I was going to afford to feed myself and my three kids and leave the lights on and my car was going to get repossessed. I've been there. Mm -hmm. I'm looking back at that girl and being like, get up, chick. You're <laughs> yeah, fine. Like, quit being dramatic. You're going to be fine. <laughs> get out the floor. Go to work. Get a job. <laughs> I mean, I did do that. <laughs> get get up. up. Quit being a nut. But that's what I'm I mean, now I look back and I'm like... The only thing that I wish I would have done, well, that's not true because my divorce from Wes, I, that's the most I pressed into the Lord. And that's when I made the biggest significant change. I've told you that story when I laid on the floor at the church for two hours and people thought I was insane. I thought I was insane. <laughs> I thought I was insane. So, and he just... That's what I'm saying. He, it, it was the pivotal moment when I did have the light bulb go off that said, I can only control myself. I'll never forget it. Mm -hmm. I could probably pick out the chair. Because remember, it was in TCAB, which was like that big stadium or a, <coughs> what do you call that? Um, like auditorium. Auditorium. Mm -hmm. And I could probably pick out the chair. That's how vivid. Mm -hmm. And that's been 16 a long time years ago. But that's what I'm, I'm telling you. The more I leaned in. The more he, oh, now you're asking for my help? Yeah. That's also <laughs> oh, known as God's you, pushback. Yeah. Are, are you done trying to control the situation, Adrian? 
Oh, okay, God, yes, I am. Push back. Push because back. I'm in the floor. I'm going to have my car repossessed. I'm not going to I mean, what am I going to do? I thought I was going to die. Get up, get a job. Yeah. That one when he spoke to me outside of Rosa's. Because I'd said 42 times, these kids in marriages don't come with a manual. If you even knew how many times I said that. <laughs> and then he finally went, yes, they do. It's called the Bible. I mean, I heard him. I, w- I will never forget. I was driving on 174 past Rosa's. And I was like, oh. It was almost one of those, like, he was so annoyed with me. Do not say that again. Okay. <laughs> I felt about four years old. <laughs> Which you usually do when you get pushed back. Mm-hmm. It's funny how simple things are and how hard you make them. I mean, we just sitting here talking about divorce, but look at the wilderness you've had to go through. Which one? Which Your part? latest one. Oh, I have a lot of them. No, I just mean Raven in general. Oh, yeah. That's a pretty big. Yeah. Sometimes you just build a house in the wilderness. <laughs> I think I'm good with it. I like that. Yeah. I mean, if I could build a house in the wilderness right now, I probably would. I got good Wi-Fi out there. I got. I had furniture. I made it. <laughs> I made my own furniture in the wilderness. That's how you know. That's how you know, right? Is when you actually love the wilderness more than you like the city. I got wolves outside. That's fine. Leading the pack. I, hey, you know what? Come on in. I got a nice big fire for you. <laughs> Am I the wolf? <laughs> nah, man. You're using my Wi-Fi. I'm, I'm joking because of how many people have said I'm a wolf. No, we're both inside, CO. I know people say you're wolves. Mm-hmm. But that goes back to being so secure and self-confident that you can live anywhere. Right. And survive I'm anywhere through any season. Even with this COVID, we will survive. And maybe that's why COVID just doesn't, it, things just don't really affect me the way that they probably would have. Yeah. Come on, it's okay. All right. Well, and that's kind of where I am until I started having to think about travel. Yeah, travel's good. My day today, no big deal. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to be a responsible citizen. I'm going to be responsible to my clients, my family, do the today. best. Very best I can. But then they already told us when we could work and when we couldn't last time. Mm-hmm. That's where I just get weird. Like, it's like, I feel like, I'm not like conspiracy or anything, but like, I feel like you tested the waters last year, like, and, and you found how like controlled you could be. And then I get weird. Mm-hmm. So. You just going to get worse before it gets better? I don't know. I don't like to <laughs> predict the future in any way, but let's just say I'm good in the wilderness. The only thing that I need to learn how to do is um, use a gun. Uh, in the wilderness, I would have to, like... I know a guy. Canoodle or... You don't know what canoodling is? That's where you reach for the catfish in the hole? Well, that's what mm-hmm. a youth sponsor calls, you know, making out in the youth group. <laughs> oh, or maybe it's just noodle. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to go you know on. I don't Christian think it is canoodle. I think Instagram. it is noodling. <laughs> Taylor, what is it? I Nobody no knows what you're talking about. <laughs> Siri, what is canoodling? <clears throat> <clears throat> and I don't have COVID. I've been tested. Oh, definition of canoodle, to fondle or pet. 
<laughs> well, I would be. I told you it was. The I youth would be fondling a catfish, <laughs> petting affectionately. <laughs> what? I would be canoodling a catfish. That's what you do in the wilderness. I mean, I wasn't that far off. Adrian's that lonely. <laughs> <laughs> now it's getting weird. I'm just saying I am not a hunter, like, so I don't know what I would church. do because I've like never shot a gun in my life. I got a husband that can show you plenty. So I would be kind of screwed in the like bear and deer and oh man, not just canoodle and the, them. And here's what kind. sucks: I don't like fish that much. <laughs> I need red meat. I'm gonna have to go to the gun range today. <laughs> Today, hey, but cancel I can, my books. I can grow a mean garden, sure. So I'm gonna be the garden lady. We would make it. I'm gonna have to share. We would make it some eggs and broccoli for deer meat. That's fine. Trade, but you know what? What skills do you have? Which is coming up next week, right? Survival tools. Mm-hmm. So, what skills? If you are in the wilderness, what what is your wilderness? Is that Cancer diagnosis, is that divorce, is that COVID? Strange children. I'm trying to think of like other ones we've heard yeah, of. Financial death bankruptcy. upon death. So what are your survival tools? How, what, what are you going to plant in your garden? What are you going to eat? But I think the biggest thing is, I mean, first and foremost, like I said, leaning into the Lord and listening and I mean, that's what happens when we get in our darkest, despairest times is when we start asking for answers instead of asking for those answers in our best times. Well, you know, because then we get to the wilderness and we're like, oh, which way do I go? Pray for peace, kind of prepare for war kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. Like if you're not prepared, you're not prepared. Mm-hmm. Which I've been in both, but. But, you know, I think, like, sometimes I feel like it's hard for me, and y'all need to tell me what you think, but I feel like it's hard for me to give a good example here because I don't have this problem. Like, what kind of problem? Well, I mean, I've had the death, and I've had the cancer, and I've had the divorce, and I've had the money straight. Like, I've had them all, but... Moving forward, nothing like that scares me. Right. It goes back to, I'm not scared to go into the dark alley. If that's what I have to do, I will go. I don't want to. I dang sure don't want to flash my $1,000 hanging out of my pocket at midnight. I would like to go into the alley in the daylight to handle whatever business I need to handle. But if I have to, if my child's in there, I'm going to go. Right. <clears throat> but so many people operate so out of fear, they can't well, or prepare they- for war is my point. Or they think that somebody else will fight it for them. I'll just depend on whatever. So when I hit this, then I'll just find somebody who can, I can just hold hands with and they can actually lead me through my own wilderness. And nobody can do that for you. Mm-hmm. you you're alone most of the and time. And what do you do if there's literally no tool besides trusting God? And that doesn't look like just sitting around doing nothing, quote unquote, trusting God. Trusting God's active. Like, what are you doing? Trusting God progresses your whole mentality. You can't just stay yeah, the no, same. No, he definitely teaches you to fish and survive. That's not what I'm saying. But like, 
I'll use an example of the elevator for me. I'm stuck inside the, uh, you know, I hate elevators. Adrian always takes the stairs, in case you don't know. Like, (laughs) I don't care if it was, if you could see the top, she'd still take the stairs, Mm -hmm. which is fine. It's fine. And I go through phases. I think it depends on my hormones. Sometimes my anxiety's at a 10. It doesn't really affect me in my daily life, but an elevator? Like, you can tell Adrian that (laughs) Anthony will get us out. Like, he knows how to get people out of elevators. And as she's walking towards the stairs. (laughs) So if I'm on the elevator and it got stuck, what am I going to do? I've thought about this many a times that well, I'm going first to have you hit to... the call button. <laughs> <laughs> it will notify the proper people. Yes, but I'm saying if and I you just sit tight. If I can't get, I have no snacks. You don't need <laughs> snacks. People are going to come get no you drinks. out. <laughs> I'm going to have to just head down and pray about it that God brings me peace. So that I don't flip out. You'll flip Because that's what I'll be flipping out. My meemaw told me this story one time when she was in um, the Carter and Burgess building. And when they got stuck in the elevator. And this lady started freaking out so bad, my meemaw had to slap her. Yeah. That's what. <laughs> that's exactly what I would do. Whop them on the head. <laughs> if you knew Maybe you meemaw, should be in the wilderness alone. My meemaw was Edith Bunker. Like, so trust me when I say her whopping yeah. up somebody upside the head is hilarious. Hilarious. I'd be one she of the is first. not the kind of the mean, like her mother, my great grandmother. No, it's a way to get your. She would have enjoyed wheels on when your wheels off. Yes, but she would have enjoyed <laughs> whacking somebody across the face. My meemaw was probably like. <laughs> my meemaw was more scared of whacking the person in Whatever. the face. Whatever. I'd be like, don't make me do it again. That would be me too. I enjoyed it a little too much. You Come would back. be the one that I would be whopping on the head. <laughs> <laughs> get it I'd have to whop my own self on that. <laughs> Which I've had to do a time or two. Could you please hurry? She has no snacks, drinks, and she's hitting her head no around snacks. the wall. No snacks. Oh, my gosh. So, hey, scroll up and let's see what Linda said. What is she saying? No, yeah, that way. Yeah. All of it. Love that, Linda, training her mind, body, brain. But what are some wilderness situations that you're in that are maybe not so uh, heavy? Like, is that maybe changing jobs? Maybe some weight loss. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I've been doing. Like, I've been doing this challenge or whatever. But, like, really what I've done is, like, I had this, like, limiting belief. And I know that sounds super woo-woo. But I've had, like, this, like <laughs> limiting belief, like, since I was 18 that. Woo-woo? Yeah, like, Tanner works so many jobs. And that's where Tanner gets. Like, I like to brag about how many jobs I work. I like to say that Tanner works all these jobs. I mean, I've worked four jobs minimum since I was 18. And, like, finally just Wait, now. Wait, what? Who's saying it? Me. Myself. Like, I've found worth in how many jobs I've worked. Okay. I'm just not realizing this. I thought you were saying somebody was saying that about you. I was like, what? No, like, I think that I've been thinking that. Like, for some reason, like, I I can do this and I can do this and I can do this. Oh. And then I came to the, like, conclusion that I was like, you know what? I really don't like doing it. I feel that in my soul. And so now I've quit coaching CrossFit. Not that I have anything against CrossFit, but like I quit coaching CrossFit and I'm only, I'm on my way out of life coaching. Did you completely quit coaching? Mm Mm-hmm. Quit coaching CrossFit. Was that like last week when we were talking about uh, working Thursdays again? Blink, blink. Yes, working Tuesdays. Okay. That's when I coach. But I was like, you know what? I don't have to do all these things. Mm-hmm. If you do all these things, you're only going to be at best average at many things. You can't be great at anything, any one thing or any couple I don't know things. about that. You can't because you're spending your energy. I've done a lot of things. And- yeah, but I mean like on top of the mom, on top of everything else. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I probably wasn't, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I'm back together now. So now I'm just doing hair and playing piano on Sundays. And that's it. And I feel like your passion for hair has come back. Imagine that. Because you can only be... I was going to say strung out on this many things. <laughs> <laughs> Jobs, guys. But yeah. But that goes back to sometimes we were in the wilderness of survival mode of having multiple jobs because we had children to feed with no money coming in. Right. But at that point, that was their only choices. Still was the thousand percent, thousand percent. But you know, you worry even in a hair and in that industry, one car wreck and hurt your hands later. And, you know, so, you know, that's why they say millionaires have seven streams of income. I believe that, that they usually run though. But it's fine. Manual labor like yeah, me. You know, yeah, it's more delegating right. and um, building something not, to be sufficient, me. you know, and uh, then turning it loose or not turning it loose, but you know what I mean? Like that it should be yeah. um, um, machine. Machine. But I was the machine. <laughs> me. I mean, CrossFit in itself is a lot. Like I said, tugboat. Not so great. Yeah. And doing hair is like at the end of the day. I need a nap. Well, yeah. Wait till you get my age. I can do that. Though. I was still good at 35. What about coaching CrossFit then doing here? No. Then going home? No. Then I don't even work out. out. I don't even work out as it is. I worked out at 5 a.m. today. My workout is my 15 clients in six hours. That, you know what you get from workout. that? You get one trap. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think I have that. That's how sad mine mm. is. Can't work out a diet. What are you looking at? I'm sorry. That's my squint face that I'm looking at the comments and I can't see. But going back to wilderness phases that aren't so catastrophic. No, that's not catastrophic. Your teenager's lashing out. Yeah. Your husband, y'all are having a cold winter in your marriage. No, you're not canoodling near enough. (laughs) (laughs) You're noodling instead of canoodling. (laughs) You're noddling. Ooh. Nada. Not a thing. Not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. That's our new word. But you I'm heard just it first saying, you Sandler. heard it first on Scarlet. And sometimes, I mean, honestly, for me, my wilderness has been <laughs> more Scarlet like, what am Sandler's. I doing? I have no idea where I'm going. I don't even know. <laughs> my life is great, but I'm just wandering. I have stood in your driveway while you've literally done that. I'm like, I'm just going to stay in one spot. She'll come back. <laughs> Trip around the pond, trip around the pond. <laughs> I'm but just going to pull up a seat. I'll be right here. I mean, seriously, sometimes our wilderness looks like we just don't, we <laughs> feel like we don't have a purpose or a plan. It's not that anything's, and maybe that's when God's telling me to just sit down and shut up. Mm-hmm. I think we've been in our own like lately. At least we've been together. I'm learning how to float in the pool alone. The struggle is Your real. wilderness comes with a pool. That's pretty cool. <laughs> None of mine have ever come to the pool. I had to dig it. It's more like muddy water. <laughs> I mean, I've been there too, but that's what I'm saying. Like, now I think I struggle with just not having stuff. People, businesses, five jobs. You're I don't want to do struggling that. with the I lack am. of that. You're struggling with them. Like you're, I feel like you're wanting to like shed off some stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm saying because okay. I don't know how to sit in the pool and float alone. If I get in the pool and I get on my float and I get all cozy, I'm like, oh, this is nice. And then five minutes later, I'm like, 
okay, that was fun. Yeah, now but what? I don't know if you need 12 other things to do. It doesn't have to be 12. But you know how I get out of the pool and I see that the, my fern's dying. I need to water the plants. And then, oh, shoot, I forgot to go get the chicken eggs. And then I got to go see what's left in the garden. And then, you know what, I forgot to fertilize. And then I notice that my bulb's coming. Oh, there's some weeds. And then, oh, my gosh, the animals need whatever. And then we were... I mean, so if you haven't got your rose oil in the mail, that's why. Nope. My letters go out <laughs> I know. same day. I know. You just but sold I have people the for company. That. That's all. But I have people for that. I know. That's what I'm saying. So then it's... All the farm things, and then I go, well, did Taylor get that done, and did Shania get that done, and then did Dorothy get that done, and did Dustin get that done, and did the kids get their stuff done, and are the kids prepared for school, and did they have their clothes, and did they have their this, and then they Your have- children are all dang near out. Oh, honey. The older they get, the worse they get. So I'm watching. Your four and six-year-old are like, I- Mom, I'm ready to buy pencils. And Tegan and Tinsley are like, have you bought any pencils? Pencils? Yeah, you've been in school for... 15 years. You know you need a pencil? Yeah, I'm thinking about it. I I was not given that I'm thinking about it option by my mother. Your mother was ruthless. My mother is ruthless. I should take notes. I thought I was pretty ruthless. But I'm just saying, it's like, because the other part of it is set, going back to letting your children, setting them up for failure. If I go do it, I'm actually really proud of Tinsley. She had to go get all of her shot records and do all these things for nursing school, get her thumbprints and da-da-da. But, you know, so there's still like this level. But at the same time, you don't want them to like completely screw that up and miss a whole semester. And so finding that whole like, I wasn't hey, given that option either. Done, Apparently I didn't have any options. But, I mean, really you did. Because if you wouldn't have done it, I mean... At the end of the day, you got to give your credit yourself some credit there because if you wouldn't have done some of the things and you missed though. out, you better do it or you better. Then do your it. mom's going to be up there going, "Well, crap." Yeah, I just didn't think I had that option to not do it. It was just like you better or else. Well, I, that's what I say to my so kids. But it. the reason your mom's the way she is and ruthless is because she is good on her follow up. Well, yeah, she still tells you to bring a bottle of wine to my house when we have a party. Yes, well, that's what I'm saying. And you, 35. She says she's bringing the bottle of wine. I already did. Well, she asked if she, she needs like, to bring two. I told Tanner that she better bring something. That's because I was in charge of her, too. But that's what I'm saying. Your mom is still, she still follows up. Oh, Even yeah. with Ren, like, is she too hot? Do we have an umbrella? Do we this? Yes. yes. I'm good. Thanks. Right. She does help. And just wait. When Ren's 20, you'll be like, Ren? Did you do this? Did you do this? Did you do this? I'm telling you, what day was that that um, I was out of blades? Monday. Holy smokes. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm saying about a 16-year-old living with you and a 20-year-old living with you. I'm out of blades at work. Doesn't want to ask. I mean, like, work was a disaster. Work was a disaster. It's been kind of weird for you the past couple weeks. Because I've been super, super busy. And then... You got some loose ends. Anyways, work was a disaster. And I don't even know, but I had to turn away a client because I was out of blades. Long story. Anyways, I'm not in a good headspace. I'm not happy. I have two assistants and no blades, and I was not happy. Anyway. Thank goodness I had Dee Dee um, as a client. In the meantime, I'm walking at Dustin's like, hey, I think I want to make some pork, something. I'm like, dude, I don't care what's for dinner right now. It's 830 and I just had to turn away a client. Like, don't talk to me. 
So then I go inside. There's dog pee all over the bins that Tinsley took out of the shop that I've told everybody. Jinx has this one thing about peeing on things in the garage floor. Not just the garage floor. He pees on my tires every day. Well, but I, I mean, he's outside, but I'm saying. <clears throat> so to keep telling people, stop leaving stuff in the garage floor. Of course, Tinsley didn't listen, and it's been sitting there for a week after I had to move it out from in front of the garage door because I was stepping over it. This is my wilderness right now. As I need all of my kids to just do what they're supposed to do. And my husband, if y'all don't know, my house is a revolving door. So many people. So then what seems like it's not that big of a deal. Like the umbrella. Mm -hmm. Tanner came over swimming. I get home from a trip. Umbrellas. Well, I live in like a wind tunnel. Like right through my backyard. (sighs) We've already lost like three umbrellas. And it's not, I mean, normally, no big deal. And it's not that it was a big deal, but I'm just no. saying it's like I got to come in and make sure umbrellas are down and bins are moved. And, and it's because I live with all these people. You know what? That goes back to building the house in the wilderness. Is this the time I should remind you that I'm wanting to sell my house and I'm moving in? Come on. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> as long as you don't leave any bins in front of my back door so I can get in my house. That's easy. Oh my gosh, y'all. This is what I say too about like, we don't even have it figured out. We don't I'm even know what to make light of your wilderness, you know? Or else when it really does hit you, you're going to be kind of screwed. And that's the thing. So many times I'm like, Adrian, you should just be glad that you have the bins to step over. <laughs> the kids to get on your nerves and well. The kids to get on your nerves. The husband that cooks dinner for you. And a husband that cooks dinner for Meat, you. Meat, no doubt, which you couldn't and do. And clients to turn away. <laughs> <laughs> and bring them in two hours later whenever all hell breaks loose. <laughs> but don't y'all ever feel like it's the kids like that if if the I, I just and I feel like we get a bad rap as a mom. <laughs> I didn't leave the bins. I didn't leave the four stacks of Cokes <laughs> that then Jinx pees on. Who wants to drink a Coke Zero with dog pee all over it? <laughs> I'll take it on. But y'all lived here for four years with the same dog I live with. And you know, he pees on stuff in the garage floor. Why would you put the Cokes down? Or the bins? You know how many times Asus has power washed that? Oh, he power washed it again. Yeah. Yeah. So So it's like I'm in the wilderness. I'm building a fire. I've gone out. I've collected all the wood. I've stacked it up. And then the kids keep taking the sticks off my stack to play war. Use it for their slingshots. Dustin's taking it to build a boat. I don't know. And now I have no wood for fire. Well, you have a little bit because I'm still making s'mores. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do in your wilderness. I'm like, we don't need to keep okay. warm. We just need to eat dessert. Yeah, like I'm just eating dessert. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, Do you ever feel like it's just people just working against you? Yes. It's not even that it's a crisis situation. Right. You know what I'm talking about when the cleaning lady comes. If you have a cleaning lady... I am now my own cleaning lady for a little bit. You let go of quad? <laughs> yes. Holy cow. I've done it four times. Why? Because every time I just transfer $100 to savings. That's what I would have spent anyways. No, I mean, I think that's great. But it's did you do it just to save money or... Uh, not really. She told me she was coming, and then I put the dogs out, and then she never showed up that day, and then I was irritated. So then I cleaned it myself. Yeah. 
And then she was like, okay, I'll come back next week. And I was like, you know what? I think I can do it. I did it once. One till bad. So no I told me. her I'd call her back when I got tired of it. Not me. Quad's coming twice. I don't even care if she doesn't <laughs> show up. She's got to show up at some point because I cannot do it. I had to do it then anyways. It was just like, I didn't know. But y'all have three people in your house. I have 20. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way. It's just me, Anthony, and the baby. But there is nothing worse than when Guad comes on Tuesdays. and Guad comes twice a week. Tuesdays and... No, Mondays and Tuesdays. Thursdays. Mondays and Thursdays. She comes. And as soon as she leaves, I never even get to see it. Clean. Yeah, you don't. Because the kids have left God knows what everywhere. And I'm just like, what's it take? What's it take? And let me tell y'all, I've threatened them. I've threatened to beat them within an inch of their life. I've threatened to take away. I've paid them. I've done all the things. Well, two of them go off to college. It goes back to just like maturity and respect. But Monday? Monday she lost it and she's still, I'm still in the aftermath of it. And Tinsley's still asking me, mom. so are you. Mom, what can I do? Mom, what can I do to help? Don't you love it when you do just like totally flip smooth out and your kids are like. Then you get a good week afterwards. Holy cow. Quad comes tomorrow. Although this will be interesting too because I've shifted my days from work. So today is my Friday, which is very weird. Yeah, that is weird, huh? So I used to work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Now I'm only working Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So Wednesday is my Friday, meaning I have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. Which is not really off, people, if you know this is when I do payroll in Texas and all the things. But my point is, I'm going to podcast, and then I'm going to work late, and then I'm going to, like, sleep in tomorrow to like, 7.30. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> that's fine. Well, it's 10.20. Do we have a point to this podcast, or are we just, we're good? <laughs> Tear down them walls. Build your dreams or your wilderness. Build a fire with it, apparently. Yep. Just tear them down and build it.